how else are we going to have a sleigh competition? Yeah. Unless we have at least nine best beetles. We got to race them. Nomadic cowbirds. And poking the puffballs. I like turtles. And lightsaber frog calls. Fresh steamy scat filled with persimmon seeds. Welcome back to That's My Favorite, the podcast where we geek out with naturalists. This is one of your hosts, Rachel Roth. Hey, what's up? And today, we also have with us Emily Davis, guest hosting. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And we're going to be grilling our favorite nerd, one of our favorite nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Caveat there. Uh, Nicole Brown. Hey, hey. Hi. I'm here too. Yay. <laughs> what are you going to be geeking out about today, Nicole? Um, a certain little beetle that has many common names, but most commonly is called the best beetle. Mm-hmm. As in the best beetle? I mean, yeah. Uh, I was getting <laughs> ready to make that pun. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, when you say a little beetle, do you mean it's actually little or is it big for a beetle? I mean, it's big for a beetle. Okay. Just, it's oh, like, it's like an inch and a half. It's fairly large it's, it's for a, a beetle. beetle. But beetles yeah. are generally just... They're small. Yeah, they can from be a human very perspective. small. Well, yeah, yes, obviously, from a human perspective, yes. I know. Just like a lot of times, I think of like a ladybug, and like ladybugs are very they're pretty small. tiny. Yeah, <laughs> those so, beetles are fairly large, but still, just little guys for the beetle just world. Just little cuties. Is this like your favorite beetle or your favorite uh, insect? In- Wait, what is what is is it your favorite? How is it your favorite? <laughs> Explain. Explain yourself. Defend this decision right now. I mean, I have two pages of notes to help me defend this position. Oh, so, okay. in, guys. It's <laughs> so going to be a long one. <laughs> but yeah, they're definitely my favorite beetle. And a lot of times when people ask me what my favorite insect is, which is not a fair question at all, it definitely makes like the short list. It's pretty high up there on favorite insects in addition sure. to your mustachioed yes, spring beauty my yes, bees okay yes. mm. flashback to the bee episode ah. where ah. we giggled like idiots because it was yeah. the first podcast we ever recorded it was a little rough so hopefully we do better <laughs> this time <laughs> hey nicole what is a beetle <laughs> so I, I i mean it is good to kind of get everybody on the same page um so beetles are an insect with mm. three body segments like all insects do um however their wings are a little bit unique they do have technically four wings but the four wings the front most wings on their bodies are hardened f-o-r-e four yes o-r-e the four <laughs> wings are hardened into what we call elytra so only beetles have these scrabble so, word yes mm-hmm. good scrabble mm-hmm. word and uh their hind wings their lo- their wings farther from their head are the H-I-N-D. ones that- <laughs> hind wings. are the ones that they fly with so they okay. are the soft leathery <laughs> wings that they can fly with like other insects so because <laughs> we said they have four wings and then four, four. wings. I yes. know. I'm like, just being silly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and those three body segments are head, thorax, abdomen. 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 Hey. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. We right. need to do this with kids. <gasps> hey. Abdomen. Abdomen. There's a Habitat hey, song, too. Thorax, abdomen. The one that Deb wrote? I don't know. Habitat, I did it at a different habitat, one. Habitat, oh, no. Habitat. It's like the same thing where you say, um, what is it? Food, water, shelter, space, shelter, space. Like the things you need oh, in a habitat. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we need these, our so. air to... <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> you like take a deep breath. It's a mandatory yeah. part of the song. That's amazing. <laughs> I love Beatles. that. I'm sorry. I support writing more songs. Like, yes. our friend Mary Jones, great. We, we have to get on the podcast sometime. Oh, no, yeah. Writes really cool bird songs. And That's I true. definitely steal them on occasion with credit to him because he gave me all the, the sheet music for them. And stuff. <gasps> nice. And there's like all the cute, like, chickity, chickity. Like the kids songs. were singing that were they? when they came into the auditorium after you Aww. were with them. Yeah, oh, that's cute. That's we had a field sweet. trip what, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. I don't know. Could yeah. have been there three weeks ago. I don't know. We were it's everywhere. all together. <laughs> <laughs> Every program feels the same. Yeah, not everyone. No, but they they're all unique and fun. They are, and then it's hard to remember which one you did on which day. Yeah, <laughs> the days blur together. The days blur together. The yeah. program experiences are very specific. Yes, there we mm-hmm. go. Anyway, <laughs> what's a beetle? What else is a beetle? Um, do they have legs? They do have legs. They have no way. six legs. Okay. Like 
every insect. Do they have antenna? They do have antenna. And they have on their antenna, they're fairly long, um, and they have three little clubs on the end, which yeah, is very Yeah, those are cool to for all beetles. beetles. No, sorry. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. I thought, I thought we were talking about best beetles. We're <laughs> all excited now. Um, so all beetles have... That's a scary word to say, all. <laughs> you should never... Probably Never all say never beetles. and never say always. <laughs> it is yeah. a... An accepted characteristic of beetles that they have two antennae, generally speaking. Yeah. The antenna shapes can change, but yeah, Mm -hmm. they have have two antennas. Um, And beetles are actually um, the most common order of any animal in the world. How many beetles are there in the world? So... Oh, do you want to try to guess? Well, okay. The problem probably is that we have no idea, actually, because there's so many that we haven't. Yeah. Estimate. 20,000. A lot million. more than that. No, less 20, than a million. Oh, 20 million. <laughs> That's totally less. <laughs> You're sure right. Um, how about, um, <laughs> 75,000? More. 175,000. 500,000. Less. Oh, Are we close enough to get an answer? <laughs> 395. Ooh, that's really close. Uh, 400,000. So, no. <laughs> so we there are approximately three hundred and fifty thousand species. Okay, I wasn't of even that close. I was forty five thousand off. I mean, closer than twenty thousand. So or <laughs> twenty million. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so, that's a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, they make up forty percent of all known insect species and twenty five percent of all known animal species in the world. So one wow. in four animals. Of one in four course. animals. Or beetles. Man. Keep in mind, animals include worms. So, like, we're not just talking about furry and feathery and scaly things. We're talking about, like, yeah. worms. One yeah. in four animals, period. Yes. Flies. Is a beetle. That's insane. insane. Mosquitoes. So, for the best beetle, like, can you just describe what that looks like to our listener viewers? Yes. It's so great and to describe things. Entomologist yeah. faces. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Be um, basic. Like a biscuit I'm girl. I'm never basic. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, we'll have pictures online, obviously, but a best beetle, pull it up now, stare at it with me if you can. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful beetle. Um, they have a little horn on their heads and they have like a, a beautiful, yes, like a yes. unicorn literally coming right out the front of their heads and it's oh, just really? one. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are very beautiful and I love them very much. Shiny, shiny black, about an inch and a half long. And they do have very grooved elytra. Um, they also have very large chewing mandibles. <laughs> um, so they have a really good nice. bite <laughs> and they move around mainly by walking so they can fly but they just kind of prefer not to they're maybe not lazy because they are hard workers but they just they just like walking around that's true for a lot of beetles there's a whole family beetles called ground beetles so that just stay on the ground that just stay on the ground in the ground or in the ground okay or in the case of best beetles in wood (laughs) are best beetles a ground beetle um, they are not. Okay. Oh, okay. They're a wood beetle. They're part of actually the scarab family. Oh, okay. So, so they're dung beetle. Yeah, they're dung beetle. <gasps> poop. But, and they don't, so, <laughs> spoilers, they eat their own poop. Um, oh, not other <laughs> animals' poop. No, they're they own. don't, they don't eat other animals' poop. So most scarabs, most dung beetles, um, will kind of take dung from a giant dung pile yeah. and roll it back to their little home and eat it or feed their babies that dung. Um, but best beetles actually consume their own poop. Um, the adults and the, the larvae. Is that so. their only source of food? It can't be their only source yeah, of food. Yeah, because how... I don't know how that would work. You would just Every, run out of nutrients right. and you just keep eating the same poop. Their diet is very weird, and I had to really dig for this information for some reason. Um, most websites say that they eat wood, um, but that's not really correct. Um, they are, like I said, wood-boring beetles, so they mm-hmm. make you know tunnels inside of wood, and they are actively chewing it and ingesting it mm. or eating it, but they are not getting nutrients from that wood. So they only get nutrients after they poop out that wood and then they eat the poop. Oh, it's like beavers. Or a rabbit. Oh, yeah. Sequel pellets. Yeah, sequel pellets and rabbits. Yeah, there's lots of different animals eat their poop. Oh. 
Do they produce more than one type of poop? Not that I know of. I, oh, it okay. seemed like it's just after they poop it out, a lot of times other tiny organisms will be kind of on that poop, breaking it down. So then they eat the poop and they're also eating those other organisms. Oh, nice. Um, one, one website that I saw that didn't have any kind of citations for this information said that they only eat the fungus that grows on their poop. But I don't, that doesn't seem right. No, mm-hmm. yeah, that can't so, be right. Maybe they get a lot of nutrients from the fungus in the poop, but they, they can't, that can't be the only thing yeah. they're getting that nutrition seems, from. Seems ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't think that's correct. <laughs> I think they just eat their poop, and we should just, <laughs> just call it what it is. They eat poop, and it's fine. Okay, here we go. Best beetles eat their poop. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> Case closed. I haven't researched this at all or, like, you know, watched best beetles in the wild. But, yeah, they totally just eat their poop. Ooh, where are best beetles in the wild? Mm. Good question. Thank you. Um, so there, there are over um, 500 best beetles in the world. Um, and, like but 500 most, species? Yes, 500 okay. different species in the world. Um, but most of them, they live in the tropics. There's only two different species that live here in the United States Ooh. and only one that lives in Kansas. We have one in Kansas? Yeah. How have I never heard of a best beetle before? You're not hanging out with the cool people, I guess. I hang out with you. Well, I <laughs> talk about them quite often. I feel like so. I've seen them, but I just didn't really realize didn't know what, what they, they were. were. Yeah. If you ever see a giant beetle inside of a tree, it's probably yes. a best beetle. Why no. are they called a best beetle? Because Good question. They're the best? I mean, yeah. It's because if you put the second S into a T, they're the best. <laughs> but actually, their name, the name best comes from the French word bezier, which means <gasps> to kiss due to the noise oh. that they make. Oh. So these beetles You're make kidding. a little noise when they're angry at you. And they go... <gasps> so oh my it's like a little kissy noise. No smooches. That's ridiculous. So. You sound like a rodent. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it's cuter if you say it's kissing noises. Ooh, they say that if you want to go owling and like be another notch up above like typical pishing noises, mm-hmm. that you can make kissy noises <laughs> and attract in predator birds because you're like. I thought that's me oh. kissing the back of my hand because it sounds like a sparrow or <laughs> it a rodent in distress yeah. or something. So here's my proposal. Interesting. We capture a bunch of best beetles. <laughs> we distress them and oh. then try to call owls in. That doesn't sound very nice. The name of science, though. Oh, okay. I mean, worse things have happened in, in science. science. That's, yeah. oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to just slide my proposal onto the hypothetical table over here. <laughs> yes. And uh, we'll continue on with what the heck a best beetle is. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're just amazing and I love them. Oh, but yeah, so okay. there's only two, I forgot what we were talking about. There's only two in the US. One is endemic or lives only in Florida. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is kind of all over the eastern United States and through most of Kansas. Okay. And it's called the horned Pasalis. Um, so yeah, that's the other name for it. But generally, if you're talking about a best beetle, mm-hmm. It's usually talking about the horned basalis. It's one of the best studied ones. Um, there's even um, some like classroom activities that you can do with best beetles. You're kidding. So, like, what? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So there's this really cool experiment that I found when I was doing all this research. And I'm so mad that I never did it when I was a kid um, <laughs> because it involves taking a best beetle, wrapping like a little like slip knot around its middle and attaching it to a Petri dish sled. And <gasps> you kidding. put weights inside of the Petri dish and see how much weight <gasps> they can pull. That's so neat. No. And I guess we should probably mention like if you haven't <laughs> looked up a picture of a best beetle that they have a cute little waist mm-hmm. that you would be attaching a knot to. Yeah. That's ridiculous. What? Is why? <laughs> just to show how strong they are? Yeah, literally are they just strong? to kind of show how strong they are. They're very, very strong. Um, how especially strong? <laughs> how strong are they? Um, <laughs> I, I saw a couple different sources that said different numbers, but a commonly cited one was about 30 times their own weight. Whoa. So um, they no. weigh about as much as like a washer or a penny. Mm-hmm. So they could carry 30 pennies behind them. That's holy smokes. Yeah. Strong so, little dudes. Yeah, very strong. Picturing them, you know, like a, a dog on hardwood floors that like scrambles and it can't get its grip. Yeah. That's how I'm picturing a best beetle trying to perform on a lab table, like a typical seventh grade lab table. They specifically said that you should put down paper towels so that it can Aww. get grip and so it can like pull better. <laughs> okay. That's cool. So, I just want, instead of having like sled dogs out in the snow, I just want like a million best beetles to pull I mean, it would do that. take a lot. It would take a lot. And they would be so I distressed think... we'd get tons of owls in. Oh my God. They need a lot of beetles. Oh, wait. I Back, back up. <laughs> they're not like 
toxic or anything like that. No. They don't like squirt out blistering no. acid. They're just or, yummy food for yeah. all They're sorts yummy of foods. animals. But that's why they live inside of logs. So oh, they spend their yeah. like entire lives inside of trees, <laughs> um, excavating little tunnels that are called galleries inside mm. of the trees. Um, and they raise their young inside those little galleries. So everything is inside of <gasps> a tree or inside of a log. Have you ever, like, looked – I'm looking at Emily right now, FYI. But have you ever, <laughs> Emily, looked at um, galleries inside trees and stuff before? Not inside of trees. Mm-hmm. Like, if you peel off the bark, you can see, like, Or little... don't peel off bark from trees because it kills them. But if oh, you find okay. a tree that already has its bark peeled off – I mean, I've yes. seen, like, the little, like, grooves of stuff. Yeah, the little that yeah. Yeah. That's okay. the gallery. Oh, Okay. So, not, ne- not necessarily of a best beetle because okay, there are a lot of wood boring beetles okay. out there. Um, I guess and, I was thinking yeah. like you were saying that they would just like literally do just like a hole through like the tree. They, they will do that as they well. They do that though. too. Yeah. Okay, so gotcha. best beetles are so big and their families can get kind of large. Mm-hmm. So they do like just dig into the tree, whereas a lot of other wood boring beetles are like just underneath just like the bark. Just like a groove, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, if you look up like best beetle gallery best beetle tunnel (laughs) like it really is like a tunnel through the wood that's cool so yeah even like the hardwood or they prefer hardwood actually that's awesome yeah they're very strong to be super strong (laughs) yeah and that's joke gotta be their jaws right because they're probably using their jaws to chew through Mm -hmm. to make the tunnels yeah and then they eat it and they poop it out and then they eat their poop and so this is (laughs) live trees that they do this to not already dead trees um i think that they'll do both okay um yeah but yeah they prefer like they've, they've done a there's a bunch of studies out there that they do like very much prefer hardwood forests um and i guess it probably it will protect them better so if you're yeah. digging a hole inside of a hardwood tree nothing's going to be able to dig you out of it again so right. um but yeah when i hear best beetle mm-hmm. i kind of think in my head and compare them to a cow i, I just too. imagine they're Bessie, like cow like, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just imagine that they're like cow like beetles oh but yeah. instead of like regurgitating their food and then swallowing it again they poop it out and then swallow it again <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah, beautiful but yeah i because i i wondered about that i was like are they named after like cows but no it's it's literally like the french word to kiss so so is there something specifically that makes them your favorite um, so my favorite thing about them Ooh. is all of their communications that they do. Okay. So what? So besides the smoochy, kissing, besides the smoochy kissing, noises, yeah, besides so their <laughs> cute little kissing noises are very awesome. But, um, this is, this, this little tiny bug makes actually 17 distinct calls oh, um, wow. between the well, larval what? stage and the adult stage. Yeah. The, oh, even the larva? The larva? Yeah, it? the larva oh, make noises what? too. Little noisy grubs. Yes. Tell us more immediately. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, they make 17 different calls. Um, the adults are making these calls by rubbing their wings together, um, which is pretty usual for a lot of different insects. Is that true for, for the kissy noises too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, from their okay. wings. Yeah. Um, and the larva, actually, if you look at a picture of a best beetle larva, um, it looks like they only have four legs or two mm. pairs of legs. Mm-hmm. Um, but all insects have three pairs of legs. Yeah. Um, but the best beetle larva, its third pair of legs are super, super tiny mm. and they click against the second pair of legs. And that's <gasps> how they're making that noise. There's like a little protrusion what? on the second pair of legs, a little spike that they rub their third pair of legs against. And that's how they make their noises. Weird. Whoa. Super weird. What does it sound like? It's, I think it sounds a lot like the adult calls. I think it's probably a lot s- softer words. Um, <laughs> so we probably wouldn't be able to hear it as well. Okay. Um, and a lot of their noises we can't hear. Um, we just know that they're doing it from like special microphones and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And watching like if the grub is making a noise, it's going to be moving and the adults are going to be reacting to it. Um, oh, so they're oh, like so calling to they're their They're literally parents. calling to their parents. No. So, yeah. I mean, they have parental care. Back yes. that up. Yes. Yeah. So what these calls um, help them take care of their babies, which is very, very rare yeah. in the insect world. Um, and the, the mom and the dad beetles are equally taking care of the young, which is even more rare in the insect world. Equality. Yes. Right. <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, um, my gosh. There's really no, there's, um, I was reading in one, one paper said that the only other animal that really are the only other insects excuse me um that show this shared 
um, parental care are termites. Um, So termites, males and females, both are part of the working class. And males and females are both part of the soldier class or the, like, attacking and defending class. So when we think of, like, honeybees, which is the most common one that people think of. For um, you social insects. Yeah, for for Mm -hmm. social insects. Um, You know, the females are out gathering food, doing pretty much all the work, and the males are just there to make babies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not equal care of young. Mm -hmm. But in termites and in best beetles, it is equal care between the two adults. That's crazy. I just – I had no idea that termites – both shared in the workforce yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I didn't assumed either. they were like ants. Yeah, yeah same. same. Yeah, jinx. <laughs> <laughs> no, I learned so much researching these guys. Like, it's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, super cool. Okay, so they have crazy parental care. Um, are best beetles a social insect or are they individually pairing up and doing all this? Individual family groups. So Aww. mommy and dad beetle, all of their little youngins, um, and their young stay with them. They usually lay eggs in early summer. Um, they hatch. They're actively taking care of the young. They'll even, like, if, if in their gallery, um, part of it's going to be closer to the outside of the bark and cl- some of it's going to be closer to the inside mm-hmm. and, you know, the core of the tree. So they'll move their young and their eggs between different spots hmm. for, like, the optimal humidity and heat oh, and, like, dang. all this stuff. So, so they're, they, like, intense yeah, with it. Yeah, they, they move their young constantly to, like, make sure they're in the best spot possible. That's adorable. Yeah, wow. super cool. Do they feed their babies poop? They do feed their young their poop. So, you know, the young and the adults are both eating poop. Um, wait, very wait, wait. nutritious. Adult poop only or baby poop? Adult poop. Because oh. the adults are the ones that are, you know, ingesting the wood and oh, then yeah. pooping it out. Okay. Waiting for those microorganisms to kind of be there to help break it down and then feeding them the poop. So hmm. termites, again, are really... A different kind of story. Termites do actually eat wood and they, you know, digest that wood because they have special gut flora to help them do that. But best beetles do not have that special gut flora. They have to poop out the wood and wait for that flora to come on it naturally. Okay. um, And then eat the poop. So. Cool. Super cool. Very, very cool. So weird question. Yes. I'm I'm not sure if there will be an answer to this or not. But like, since you say that the poop kind of has to collect all of that different flora to break it down. Mm-hmm. Do they have like a specific area where they poop then? Or are they just pooping all over the place inside of this gallery? Ooh. Yeah. I'm, are there galleries like prairie dog tunnels? Yeah. In other words? Yeah. And um, I didn't look too hard into it, but I didn't, it didn't seem like there was specific like, mm-hmm. you know, food storage areas or like sleeping quarters or things okay. like that. I feel like that'd be pretty advanced. But we, I mean, we've yeah. seen I stuff mean, they like move, that. They, so. Yeah. Since they move the babies around so much, I would imagine they just kind of poop wherever and yeah. then, like just go grab some poop when they need it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really 100% sure. Because that. that'd be kind of crazy. Yeah. Giant piles of poop all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, another naturalist here does, uh, Cassie, she has pet best beetles. Oh. And she said there's just, like, poop all over the cage. Okay. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Going off that one example, I'm going to assume that they probably just poop wherever. Awesome. But, yeah. And fun fact, apparently, if you have pet best beetles, you're not ever supposed to clean the cage. Oh. Because they eat their own poop. Yeah. And you're supposed to just keep adding fresh wood every once in a while, and you, like, spray them once a day, and that's all you do. So, they're really easy Fascinating. Pets. Spray with water. Spray just, with, yeah. Okay. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. for anyone listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super Whoa. cool. Now I kind of want a pet best beetle. I know, right? Can you yeah. buy them? Yeah. That'd be super easy, too. Which is you fun. can buy them online. You can buy them on the internet. Yes. And they're not an invasive species. Nope. Yeah. Well, not that you would ever want to release a pet. Yeah. Um, So once once you have a best beetle in your experiment or in your house, you should always just keep it for its entire lifespan. Um, Don't ever release pets. Um, But yeah, you can buy them online because they are used in a lot of experiments. So you can buy them. I think it's like. The Carolina store. Oh, yeah. Carolina Supply or something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's 55 bucks for a dozen best beetles, which is pretty... Pricey. I mean, I thought it was good. It sounds expensive to me. For I thought it was a good price. It's for a bug, though. (laughs) For 12 of them. And they're hard to find. 12. Okay. 12. Fine. 12 beetles. 12 beetles. I wouldn't pay we that much per I would cost. pay that. Oh, I'll just pay it out of pocket. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it for the best beetles. Yes. What is their entire lifespan? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Um, so, 
They start out as eggs. <laughs> no, no, not their life cycle. Their oh, life span. span. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have selective hearing, I guess. Um, the adults can live about two years in oh. their adult stage um, in That's captivity. In the wild, probably not so much. There's right. just too many things that want to snack on them and yeah. hard to find food and all that As a woodpecker, stuff, I totally gorge on them. Dude, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a nice little chunk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in captivity, the adults can live about two years. So is it easy to, like, good. rear them? Would they, like, raise their own little babies? It's actually really, really rare for them <gasps> to reproduce in captivity. Fascinating. Um, because they're used to living inside of a tree. Yeah. Um, they really don't like light or changes in light and they don't mm. like like even airflow changes like you walking by the cage if it's an open cage can like disrupt them and they Weird. get mad enough that they're they don't have babies wow so, yeah. okay so they're very particular sensitive. yeah well oh. i mean if you basically lived in a cave like you're used to living in a cave that you made uh, yourself to you your own specifications yeah and then like yeah. for things to be moving around or light to be changing all the time is very you know distracting probably to them. sounds and stuff yeah, too sounds. i can imagine that would be really disturbing yeah, yeah i would expect they would never reproduce in a classroom setting <laughs> <laughs> okay um, but again uh cassie our fellow naturalist hers did actually have babies did you're you guys know kidding that? me yeah. no she i had, had three no little idea. babies so cute. Did they grow awesome. up? They're all adults now. And <gasps> wow. Yeah, so they so. made it. Mm-hmm. Yep, they made it. Oh so. my gosh. So cool. I have a question. Um, since the best beetles are eating wood, are they considered a pest at all? Um, not really, because they actually prefer decaying wood. Hmm. Um, so they might harm like an old bridge or an old... Um, Barn. Wooden structure, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like trying to think of other things that are made of wood, and I couldn't think of anything. Um, Everything's made of wood, Nicole. <laughs> I mean, you're okay. not wrong. Okay. But yeah, so they're, they're not really considered pests because they're mostly eating old, decaying wood already, okay. even though they do prefer hardwood. Um, it's mostly stuff that's already kind of broken down a little yeah. bit, or dead trees in a forest, things like that. Okay. So. Yeah. Not destroying full stands of trees no, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised then that... Because there has been since, you know, the encroachment of humans into wild areas, mm-hmm. um, issues with habitat being lost because we remove wooden structures, like yeah. old dead trees and things like that, mm-hmm. which I, I get in some instances because maybe kind of decrepit old tree is kind of risky. You know, yeah, it's it a danger to danger. people. Yeah. There's no issue with best beetles being restored restricted or pushed back at all because we've removed old trees from places more often or i mean probably pretty much any animal or plant on this planet um is affected by the things that people do unfortunately um habitat loss is always going to be an issue with Mm -hmm. animals and plants but we probably wouldn't even really know it because most people don't notice the best beetle in the first place yeah definitely they're inside of the tree Mm -hmm. so even if we are kind of messing up their habitats mm-hmm. we wouldn't know that much yeah I, and i did see um it was kind of interesting when i was looking for pictures and stuff for these guys a couple of the, the observations that were listed like on bugguide.net um were you know i just chopped down this tree in my backyard and there's beetles everywhere what are they oh no um, so Dang, yeah that's sad mm-hmm. if you're if it's safe to leave dead trees up please leave dead trees up because yeah. it's such good habitat for it so really animals. is yeah. and you know, since best beetles are a good food source, you're feeding your favorite backyard birds and stuff, mm-hmm. too. Definitely, yeah. And skinks. Yeah. yeah, skinks. <laughs> skinks. Also yeah. skinks. Yeah. They're little, the, the best beetle larvae are, like, almost as big as the adults. So, like, they are a nice, <laughs> tasty snack. Yum. Grubs, nice. grubs. And <laughs> I just want to quote real quick. Uh, the University of Kentucky, um, on their website, they have this really beautiful written life cycle um, paragraph. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> So, it says, as the larvae are preparing to pupate, um, the adults pile frass and wood pulp on the larvae while the larvae roll around in the frass to form a hollow center in which to pupate. They make like a little poop donut. They do. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Oh. Amazing. So, yeah, and then frass, they, they emerge two to four weeks. That's lovely. Yes. Frass is, a, frass is specifically insect poop. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 
Mm-hmm. Like all that little fine powder in the mealworm bin in my office that like makes you sneeze. That's all fresh. Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. That's why it makes me sneeze when I try to sip through it. Yes. Ooh, why I, I didn't don't... even think about that. Yep. Jeez, I just like go to town in that thing. Yeah. Oh, that's poop, man. Oh, no. <laughs> I wonder, um, like people can develop allergies if you have like a cockroach colony from touching mm-hmm. their poop. I wonder if that mm-hmm. happens with like mealworms too. I think it does because after spending like almost an entire day sifting through all that mealworm grass one time, my mm-hmm. nasal passages completely closed up. Ooh. And now anytime I get like a whiff of it, yeah. I get really congested. Dang. Wow. Yeah. And it's not that much yeah. before that. So Dang. I don't know. I bet it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, follow-up question. How many babies are in this poop donut of wood pulp <laughs> and poop? <laughs> yes. When, from what I've read, it's it's one one baby per rolled up piece of poop. But <gasps> um, they yeah. They wait 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 they. I thought there was like a massive pile of babies so. all what, making a donut. I don't think together. so. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to say. From what I was reading, it didn't sound like it. That's okay. how I was picturing it: is one little baby in their little. Because like most insects, they don't they don't pupate in mass. You know, oh, that's they pupate true. individually. That's a good point. So I'm pretty sure it's you know when they're pupating, they have their own little poop cell that they're hanging out in (laughs) okay so how many poop donuts are in a best beetle nursery yes um so they can lay 30 to 70 eggs okay which (laughs) seems like a lot and it is a lot compared to a lot of other insects um it's not that many yeah a lot of other insects have hundreds if not thousands of babies um but those other insects don't have the same level of parental care so they can't have hundreds of babies because they wouldn't be able to keep up with them okay so so. And the young, as they hatch, will help raise the other babies as well. Oh so. my gosh. Is, is it staggered yeah. hatching? Like asynchronous hatching? Is that a thing in insects? I um, no idea. I'm not 100% sure, but okay. I know a lot of the research was saying they have multiple, like, clutches in a year so as each you know group of eggs are maturing and going through the the whole process as they hatch and emerge um, as an adult beetle they will take care of the next generation sweet yeah and they usually overwinter in the parents um, gallery and emerge in the spring to find their own new log to hang out in so going out into the world yep (laughs) got their little suitcase Traveling to the new trees. Poop donuts. Poop donuts. Food for the road. Does that mean we can call like um, dung beetles that roll bald poop? Can we call that like a donut hole? Oh. A poop donut hole. Yeah. We should. I mean, and also, you keep saying donut, but I was picturing it as like. I think it's more of like a case around the baby. Oh, like so a lint safe. chocolate. Like like a long john. Gross. <laughs> it's like What's a freaking with you people? long john donut. Right? Yes. Yeah, so Except still donut. It's a creamy filling. It's yeah. just a little gross. Yes. It's gross. Oh, I want donuts now. <laughs> Do you? I yes. Know. I'm so, no longer hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's your loss. I'll eat your donuts. Okay. Awesome. I. That's wild yeah they're so amazing <laughs> i guess my problem was i was picturing it like the entire nursery was all together yeah. and like they were being see, <laughs> this is like how my brain defaults i'm picturing like a little like bird nest cup type situation <laughs> of, of wood pulp and poop and then everybody's like in the center of it making like a little you know those chocolate volcano <laughs> desserts oh my god yeah, yeah, like yeah, i'm picturing yeah. that but the volcano part mm-hmm. is the beetle babies See, I was picturing like pigs in a blanket kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's probably more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but I like that. Thank that's you. cool. Yeah. I'm, but it's not communal. <laughs> yeah. It's individual donuts. Yeah. So it's I'm more picturing like... like how all other insects raise their young. Well, so. excuse us. <laughs> that's not how all other insects well, raise their young. Well, how they pupate. They make a cocoon. Yeah. Oh! Oh, they make a cocoon with the poop. Basically. That's how oh. I'm picturing That's how I'm picturing it. I could be wrong. Well, you should have and they started just, like, eat with their that. Way out. I said that they're inside of it like a case. I'm sorry I didn't say cocoon. <laughs> Where did the donuts come from? You said you donut. <laughs> with your bird brain. Oh, oh my you know, gosh. I will accept that. That's fair. So they do. They eat their way out of their cocoon because it's their yeah. food source. Mm-hmm. Probably. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Let's Why just not? say that's the answer. Yeah. Poop and wood, wood pulp cocoon. Yeah fascinating gross yep i love this because i mean when you okay so a lot of people don't realize this i think but when you think of like a moth cocoon yeah the fuzzy part on the outside that we see isn't 
actually the pupa. The pupa is inside of that completely separate. The cocoon is mm-hmm. more just like a protective covering or it can mm-hmm. they can use that the stringiness of it to attach themselves to a leaf or a stem. Sure. So like the pupa is separate inside of there. If if you wanted to, you could take a cocoon and shake it and the larva would move around mm-hmm. inside of it. Like it's not it's pretty loose in there. So don't shake the babies. Don't do uh-uh. it. How about instead we just poke them? Yes. Because, like, you can get them to, like, vibrate and stuff. Uh, I know yeah. when we were moving up Jumping beams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, okay. You, did you see that, like, polyphemus uh, cocoon we had for a while? The polyphemus moth? I did, but like a big old I didn't see it moving around. Oh. It was weird because we could feel it vibrating, and Ooh. it wasn't really obvious from the outside, but if you held it in your hand, it was like, oh, yeah. this sucker's moving. Mm-hmm. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Or, like, the, the mealworm pupa, they move around. Oh, that's true. And you can find videos of that on YouTube, because oh, I've definitely yeah. used that in programs mm-hmm. before. So you can see them, like, jumping around. Yeah. Or if you have a colony to feed your bearded dragon or something you can just go poke one and then yeah they, like twitch they so then what about butterfly like chrysalis is that the same thing or something different excuse me i think uh butterfly chrysalises are a little bit different okay. because i'm pretty sure like if you watch um a chrysalis being formed mm-hmm. um they kind of they shed off like the last instar right. of the caterpillar skin okay. and underneath is the chrysalis mm-hmm. um so it's, it's not a, outer covering it's part of their body it's part of their body oh yeah. weird okay versus a moth cocoon is like they make the cocoon Something around extra. themselves and then they pupate inside like with it. the bagworm yeah moths. like a bagworm okay mm-hmm. which are moths so yeah 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 huh I, I didn't know this happened in insects at all yeah mm-hmm. except for like giant colonies where they're like yeah you know just slaving away basically one big macro organism yeah kind of thing, like <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. to yeah. think of individual insects as being as devoted to a family unit as a beaver might be that's yeah. insane mm-hmm. definitely um and i just saw in my notes <laughs> oh, um, no. eggs are placed in a nest of frass which is the fancy word for insect poop. So, yes. so they literally so just they lay literally them in just, the poop. Yeah. Oh my god! Lay the eggs in the poop. It's like so the, like most low effort nest possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, why not? Fluffy. It's just laying. It's you're just laying them in a nest of their food. food? Yeah. Like I mean, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty smart. I my would totally should have done that. Yeah, I was say, like just like take a baby and like lay down some spaghetti sauce and some <laughs> noodles and just like. Put it to bed right there. Yes. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. You. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't drown them or anything. No, not dangerous at all. Uh, another little note that I had that I wanted to make sure we covered was this was admittedly in laboratory settings, so who knows what they actually do in the wild because sure. they live inside of trees. It's kind of hard to say exactly what's going on. You can't replicate that very well. Yeah, and it would be hard to monitor them. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah. But in a laboratory setting, um, they found that, you know, if a strange, non-familiar beetle enters, like, their gallery or enters their nest, um, they will often have same-sex aggression. So, like, if a a male unknown beetle enters the nest, the dad's going to be like, hey, what are you doing here? And will, you know, butt him out of the nest or even kill him. Wow. Um, And infanticide, so killing the young, um, can happen if, um, you know, if mama beetle dies, a new mom beetle comes in and is like, hey, what's going on in here? she'll kill all the babies <gasps> and no. mate with the male and make her own babies in that nest oh so they're like a beaver and a pride of lions yeah and like lions wow. yeah so man but all of those are lab setting findings sure. so with a grain of salt on. Yeah. yeah but i mean i would i mean it makes sense lions do it why can't beetles do it <laughs> right yeah. Hey, can we go back to the 17 sounds they make? Because yeah. I feel like I want more information on what those 17 sounds are. Yeah, and like, sure. do, do we have like a Rosetta Stone of the context for what those things <laughs> Translation. might mean? Yes. You know, like what are they trying to communicate? Like, yeah. tell us more mm-hmm. about that. Um, I tried so hard to find more information on this and there's not a lot known. So there's a lot of research to be done. And a lot of the papers I was looking at were like from the 70s. Oh, geez. So yeah, there's a lot of research to be done. But what I could find... Um, um, was, you know, the larva will make calls when they're hungry or when they're too hot. So if they're distressed in some way, they will call out to their parents mm-hmm. and their parents will pick them up and move them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and the males will make courtship noises um, to the females. Oh. But only, the, like, the females don't make courtship noises. It's so only then the it's males. Like so, yeah, then we got frogs oh. coming in here. <laughs> and then there's just a lot of calls that they make that we have no idea what they mean. Jeez. So, like, we can tell that it's a different call because it's, like, at a different frequency or or it's yeah. um, a different speed or a different length. So it obviously means something different, mm-hmm. but we yeah. don't know exactly what they're saying. 
That's so. wild. Pretty crazy. Man, best beetles have everything. Yes. Yeah. It is the best. Weird hodgepodge <laughs> insect. Mm. Wow. Okay, I have a follow-up question that's not actually about sounds, but um, you mentioned earlier that they have a horn sometimes. Do they use that when they're having those, uh, like, aggressive interactions to each other? Or, like, is there any other reason why they use that? And is a specific sex going to be having that horn? Mm. Um, So both sexes have the horn. um, And they're one of the strength-like uh, experiments that I saw found that um, a larger horn typically um, means that that beetle is going to be stronger um, regardless of sex. <laughs> so, and in general, the females are actually stronger than the males just because nice. um, they have a larger thorax. So they probably have larger Ooh. muscles so they can pull or push, you know, wood out of the way um, okay. more effectively. But yeah, both both sexes have the horn. And so it probably is a good indicator of fitness. Mm. If you have a large horn, you're very mm. strong. You're going to make very strong babies. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's that. And that's pretty common in insects and a lot of different animals. Yeah, there's sure. some kind of a fitness indicator sure. that's very obvious. So, yeah, that's cool. Mm. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. It's awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, Let me make sure I cover everything I want to cover. Oh, another thing with the um, females being larger, some people have extrapolated that maybe that means that the females are actually doing a lot of the digging um, Mm. in the wood. But it's hard to say for sure. And if they are doing most of the digging, then technically they don't have equal input as parents. (gasps) Yeah. who knows? Dun, dun, dun. It's again, it's very hard to study these guys because yeah. they live in the middle of tree trunks. So yeah. yeah, I was trying to picture earlier, like what what ways could there possibly be to track movement on that small of a scale? Like yeah. you couldn't put a little r- miniature beetle sized radio transmitter yeah. on them. Like what is it going to do? Like ping a satellite with like a three meter accuracy or whatever <laughs> yeah. like, within this like one meter trunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so sure. yeah, I don't I don't even know like how you could do that. But yeah. Someday, though, it's crazy to me that they haven't studied them in a ton of detail since the 70s. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's there's a couple, like, re- more recent studies, but they weren't looking at the calls, which blows my mind because that's, yeah. like, the one like, thing I want to know more about. That. And that's something yeah. that we're doing so much work on in the last 10 years for Definitely. so many other animals. Like, yeah. let's get some insect stuff going on, mm-hmm. yeah. on best beetles. That's yeah. crazy that they've documented that many different types of calls. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because they're so secretive and it's so hard to yeah. tell the context because of that reason. Mm-hmm. But still, we want to know more. To know. I know. We'll just have to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't buy the best Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Nicole, um, get some funding for that. Yep. And get that money. She I mean, just shook her I'm head. I'm just going to do it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can just do it. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. <laughs> but. Well. I mean, the Entomological Society of America does give out grants for that kind of stuff. Ooh, there so, you go. That's what you Or chickadee checkoff, or who knows? Chickadee checkoff. Chickadee checkoff. So you said earlier that they're just like this black beetle. Is there any variation in color at all for those guys? There is a little bit, yeah. Um, and it's not sex-related or anything like that. A lot of times um, when they first emerge from their pupa, so egg, pupa, adult beetle, when they first emerge from their pupa, they tend to be uh, kind of brownish, orangey mm-hmm. color, Ooh, um, and they cool. usually will darken up. Sometimes they keep that color throughout their life. That orange color? Yeah, that orange That'd color. So a lot of times it's a, it's a little bit more muted. It's more brown. And I saw some pictures on Bug Guide of green ones. Ones. I don't know what that was about. What? Maybe that's a tropical species. Or was it the same it, species? It said it was the same species. What? Interesting. Okay. So I probably should have looked into that, but too late now. <laughs> <laughs> Note, there may be variation in your best beetles. Yeah. But in general, they're shiny black little squat little tanks. I love them. Okay. Yeah, they're very short. I guess I didn't say that earlier, but they're very, very short. Because if you were tall and you were trying to make tunnels in wood, that would be unfortunate. Oh, yeah, that would work <laughs> so, too well. <laughs> Fair. Do they, do they have, like, exit holes for when they get bigger or something? Okay, because that's just... They just have to, like, back all the way out? Like. <laughs> well, no, what I was thinking of was, you know, sometimes you can identify, especially invasive wood-boring mm-hmm. insects, by the shape of the exit hole they make um, in, the, in the wood, but I don't know enough about beetle biology or life cycles or anything mm-hmm. to really know if if that's relevant in every situation. Like, yeah, if they've even used that in a best beetle, or if they yeah. just kind of poke out the same hole the parents did, or something like. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. I mean, because they do like they literally spend their whole life in the wood, um, other than the the young later leaving. So mm-hmm. they they could probably just 
randomly start digging and just dig their way out um, sure. would be I imagine what they would do because they don't they don't ever leave it so I don't think they would have multiple exits for like escape or anything yeah because um, they're literally just in there all the time yeah probably so having multiple weird. holes would clue in predators to yeah. their location oh, yeah. too yeah oh, they think cool. about it. make it drafty this? they don't like air movement oh that's oh, right oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> beetles so literally they only leave if it's like dispersing yeah dispersing, dispersing. okay mm-hmm. <sighs> at least when the again these are very understudied beetles so the, yeah but that's from from what i read which is a lot um <laughs> that's, now, wait, that's what a i could second. come to you said that they were, like, one of the most well-studied best beetles. Well, yeah, but... So they're just not very well-studied Compared overall. to other insects. In my opinion, I think that we should study them more. <laughs> but I am biased. Oh, okay, Nicole. Yeah, That's so, like, the is. best beetle in Kansas um, is one of the most studied ones. But, okay. I mean, there's 17 calls. We know what, like, four of them do. So, sure. obviously, they're still very understudied. So, Aww. Yeah. Just oh, need to understand. And there's one species all the way from the Oligocene. Is that how you say that? What is probably? Oh, Oligocene, Oligocene era. Yeah, the okay. Oligocene era from 25 to 30 million years ago. Yeah. So after the dinos, but when yeah. large mammals were roaming the earth. Mammoth there's, time. Yeah. There's fossils of best beetles from that time. It's a different <gasps> species. Um, is but, it huge? No. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Giant beetle roaming around. Yeah. How do we know that they're best beetles? I always wonder that sometimes, because mm-hmm. I'm like, how can you tell? Well, well, never mind. Morphology and like they're probably well preserved. Yeah, I the mean, ones that I saw, yeah, like you could see the antennas and like everything. You could see the grooves in the elytra. Like Ooh, it oh, looked wow. like a best beetle. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's really really cool. Man, that's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. Was it inside a preserved tree? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. I didn't look into it too much because mm. I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. That's good. That's <laughs> cool. Just like petrified wood with a bunch of little oh, nest beetles inside. That'd be so it. cool. <laughs> little babies, little colony. Of- <laughs> yeah. Yes. That might not be very viable, actually. Probably not. <laughs> but... but that's just kind of crazy because I feel like, especially with insects, they're so diverse because of how quickly they you yeah. know, reproduce. And so yeah. you have all this different variety. And so mm-hmm. for it to have been around that long and basically be, be the, the same. same thing is really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like it, they got something that's working, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. What's the current state of best beetles? Speaking of like, are they like declining at all? Or are they spreading? Wise. They're doing great. Like, okay. They're at least concerned. As long as we don't chop down all the forests, they'll be fine. <laughs> People um, love trees too much to chop all the trees yeah. down. Yeah. Um, I did find a couple studies that said they don't do very well in fragmented habitats. Okay. Shoot. Um, okay. So, That's you know, it has to be kind of an intact forest. Yeah. Um, and they, they did this really weird experiment where they just like put beetles like on the edge of like a tree line like there's a uh-huh. forest to the right and just like an empty field to the left and yeah. the beetles were like nope and just like ran into the forest because they, oh, no. they did not like that yeah. um and since they walk and they don't really fly very much if they have a really fragmented habitat they won't be able to disperse to like a yeah. better area yeah so that's their biggest barrier yeah barrier sure mm-hmm. Have we had any records of them actually flying? Like, what would be a reason they would even fly if they don't even do it when they're dispersing? Mm-hmm. I mean, probably if they're about to get eaten, they'll yeah. probably try to fly away. Um, but yeah, they or just, just like, like turn around and brandish their beefy muscles and yeah. like, kind of flip them over with their horn. Just mm-hmm. kidding. Yeah. They're they're very like if you poke them, they just like at you and then like they oh just like goodness. walk away like they don't That's do awesome. anything like they don't turn <laughs> like, around and attack you. you they don't fly like they just and just move on <laughs> Dude, like, that's great it's hilarious no oh, fear they don't care i all. really like best beetles now <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome i i got much respect mm-hmm. for They're our best amazing. beetle friends i really just want to go like antagonize <laughs> just to watch that's what you puppy, do when like, you love things yeah. you antagonize mm. them you can see so videos of it oh okay someone's already done someone it. Else okay, doing so it. you don't have to antagonize any new ones we yeah. can just be like cassie and let them live their happy lives without disturbance or wind yes. or that that light. might be for the best mm-hmm. i guess <laughs> That's awesome. They're super cool. The only time I've ever found these guys, I found them in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I found them out in eastern Kansas when I was doing field work out there. Um, But I've heard that, I mean, according to the range maps, they're kind of all over Kansas except for, like, northwest Kansas. Okay. 
my memory of them, I think, is probably from Arkansas, which would make a lot, a more lot sense of trees than here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I guess it makes sense that maybe even if they're super common, you wouldn't encounter them all the time Definitely. because they're in trees mm-hmm. and certain times of the year they're just so busy raising their littles that they're not really yeah. dispersing or yeah. spending much time dispersing mm-hmm. yeah definitely they don't so come that out makes sense. Then. they don't even fly they just crawl under the leaf litter so yeah oh yeah. Yeah. yeah like the only way you can find them really is to like peel back bark and then you can find their little galleries and... which as discussed please don't do that yeah. nope. isn't the best <laughs> bad, thing to do bad things but yeah that's pretty much the only way you're gonna find them is actively wow. looking for them so i'm gonna get my fix by watching youtube videos of best beetles then mm-hmm. that's fair okay and just as a side note, the two that I found, I did not rip up bark for. They just happened to be sitting like right outside a little hole on top of the bark. And oh, they were that's just chilling there. Oh, that's so really cool. Yeah. Very lucky. I mean, if the tree's already dead, like it's probably not a big You're just destroying their habitat. Home, yeah, you're destroying their home. They would have yeah. to start like all over. So, and lots of other critters are living in there. So, awesome. Well, cool. So all of your notes are going to be on the website, mm-hmm. um, gpnc.org slash that's hyphen my hyphen favorite, spelled the American way, not the English <laughs> way. Even though you kind of threw an, a U in there when you said it. No, I did not. Favorite. Favorite. I, that's how you pronounce favorite. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> anyway, <That's so> <laughs> we're going to have all that on the website. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks yeah. for having me. I like knowledge, so thanks for the knowledge. And I like hearing You're about so the things that make you happy. And yeah. Best now are a thing that makes me happy. <laughs> and that makes me happy. So yeah. get some for our office. Okay. That's less scary yeah, than a spider, so I'm them, okay though. with them. <laughs> oh, for you sure. You can only get nine or a dozen. Like, there's no other options. So nine. Yes. Then. We need okay. a nine Best I mean, we can get a dozen <laughs> and then do an experiment with How them. How else are we going to have mm-hmm. a sleigh competition? Yeah. Unless we have at least nine That's Best Beatles. We gotta race. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited! We're gonna have Best Beetle races. <laughs> It'd be a really fun sled race for like a Bring in the Greens event. <gasps> Just saying. Oh yeah. We can put little Santa Claus hats on them. Oh, the horns will be a perfect way to position Hold it on them. There, yeah. yeah. Yes. Or we could use like um spirit gum. Does that hurt harm beetles? I don't know. Ooh, I don't Never know. mind. We're not gonna do that. Little um, tiny lash bells. <laughs> Okay, I'm happy. through the snow in a best beetle pulled sleigh. Yes. Or the fields we go, cackling all the way. No, kissing no. all the way. Kissing, kissing all the way. <laughs> Dashing through uh, the snow in a best beetle pulled sleigh. Hey, I'm going to start crying. Or the fields we go, kissing all the way. <laughs> yes. It's um, going to happen. Gosh. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. Thanks for I forget me. what else we had to say, but I guess that's it. Okay, that's all. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we love all of your support, whether it's monetary or just likes on Facebook or on a review on iTunes would be lovely. Please. <laughs> or, we saw your four-star review. Why? Tell us why so we can improve. Or if you happen to live in Wichita or nearby, come out to one of our programs. We love seeing your beautiful, beautiful faces. And when we see a lot of people at our programs, we, you know, feel good about ourselves. And we know that we're doing a good job. <laughs> and that's the most um, important all thing. about us. <laughs> yes. No. And we're also spreading the knowledge. More importantly, the love and appreciation for the natural world that we live in. Yeah. But mostly best beetles. Uh, yeah, we were just including best yeah. beetles, which may be one of the best beetles out there. Yes. Evan, fight us. You- oh, I'll fight Evan all day. Okay, please do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know what we're doing well. Let us know what we're doing bad. And we love your feedback. Reach us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All those things. TikTok. TikTok. We have a TikTok if you want to follow us on TikTok. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. You're lovely. Okay, bye. (laughs) That's not obnoxious at all. I love it.